Sports, Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. Finally back in the studio, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Tony Kirk is uh, we're, we're having uh, we're having technical difficulties with the uh, Facebook presentation part of this show. So uh, he's got the tech witch on the phone. He's trying to figure out what the heck happened so we can post Facebook. We haven't forgotten but uh, Facebook's changed something this weekend apparently because uh, our normal thing to hop on uh ain't working like it has uh, worked in the past so i don't know what we're doing here but uh we're gonna move on without him for a second we'll get uh we'll get him back in here as soon as he figures out how we're supposed to make this thing work so oh i, I hear noise behind me so i don't know what that means we're waiting for the update here he comes this should be riveting radio about how we can make facebook work while we're trying to do a radio show so I'll let you get your uh, yourself all uh, situated. Well, she told me click on the fan, which I did. Yeah, yeah. And then she said click on post, which I did. Yeah, I got that too. Yeah, and then uh, I got nothing. I couldn't figure it out from there. <laughs> That's pretty much right. Yeah, I couldn't finish it out. So me. the uh, the word is Facebook people, you're out of luck for today. Well, I hate tell that, the, but uh, tell the tech witch can uh, get back in here and figure it out. Yeah. She broke it. She broke Facebook. No, she didn't No, no, she broke it. I will say this, and she's supposed to come off the ban list. You know, she's banned from Facebook for like 60 days, and she's supposed to come off of that. What was it she posted again that was uh, questionable material? But anyway, she's banned, and so when she gets back off of uh, Facebook, then... Off the penalty box. Oh, the penalty box. Yeah. Then we can go back to having the station radio or the phone. Yeah. And it's so much easier. Not really. On our phone. It's not easier until all of a sudden Facebook cha- Facebook changed something this weekend is what happened because well, it's all different. Well, at the first of the month they did, and it's been a problem. We were here Did you and Danny Thursday? get to work the other day? Thursday at work? Yeah, all right, well, I couldn't get to work all right. the other day. Well, it's broke. So uh, we're, it's we're not Facebook. Broke. We're Facebook our knowledge. We have freed ourselves from the constraints of social media. How about that? Well, um, I don't think that happens oh. anymore. I think from here on out, we will be within the constraints of social media. Okay. Well, by the way, uh, shalom. Yes. Shalom to you, my friend. See? You picked up some Hebrew, did you? Not me. You. Uh, you're, you're part of the tribe now. You know, it was very cool. Uh, I know. Wait, 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 what was that noise? No, I'm not part of the tribe. You're I'm, part of the tribe. I'm, I'm not one of the chosen. I, I consider myself Judeo-Christian, but I'm, I'm not Jewish, and I have not converted. See, I didn't think I was either until I had that thing. You had a thing? Remember? A, a circumcision? That, that, well, that too, but the Gilbert syndrome. Oh, okay. I got the, I'm, I'm part of the tribe. Yeah. I didn't know this. Okay. I found this out like, what, six, seven years ago. That you're part of the tribe. Line, I'm Hebrew, yeah. I got, I got some. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm more of a Scotch You're converted, Irish. A converted one. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I went to the way. It's very nice. I, I have great respect for the faith, as the cantor said uh, during the service. Uh, was it Neil Diamond? No, it wasn't. Darn. Neil, but he sang very well. He was an Darn. outstanding singer, and the cantor said, uh, "This is a, a wedding of two great faiths coming together." And uh, 
We so, wasn't talking about Longhorn fans and and Jewish people. No, no, no. Because no, no. you got to have faith. Well, not in not Longhorn this week, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, two great faiths coming together, uh, Jewish and Methodist. Really? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just nice. Out there. And uh, what's, you know, used to be Methodist, which that's about to disappear. But anyway, um, it, it was an outstanding ceremony. Yeah. Uh, the food and beverage was phenomenal. Yes. The band was this unbelievable eight piece band. And uh, really? Uh, well, it was. This, I was. You know how sometimes late in the year some old minor leaguer gets a call up? Yeah. Uh, this was a call up for me. This was, You got a call up? Yeah. What does that mean? This is this is not a level I'm used to hanging out at. The the money that was spent on this particular wedding is I told my daughter, don't expect that. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. tainted that water. <laughs> Expect that it's not going to happen. Come on, Dad! It was a it was a beautiful weekend. Yeah. I, it's the first time I've ever had a wedding weekend where the Friday night party, right? Saturday was just a, we were there from four to ten, and it was a phenomenal. And then the next day, the, and I, I give them credit for trying. They the the bride's family wanted to do something for the people from Texas for coming in. Oh, that's sweet. So they, they came to a barbecue. Oh, and, no. Uh, they, they tried. They tried no. to do a barbecue, and they had some pulled pork, which is really an Arkansas thing. And uh, No brisk, though. I mean, brisket. No, no yeah. brisket. But, no brisket. Uh, obviously, they were reformed because it was pulled pork. <laughs> and uh, But their slaw really wasn't oh, what we consider no. slaw. And, they're, uh, they tried. Did, they really, you, did, it, you, it was, did you have the face when you ate it? No, no, no. I, I smiled. I said, thank you. It was at one of those new micro-brewing places. Oh, they're always the rage it, up there. Oh, it's the yeah, rage. Yeah. And it, I mean, it reeked of money in the whole place. <laughs> I mean, when you're in upstate New York, it's typically, you know, hour and a half out of the city. It's people who... It's their weekend gathering sure. spots. Well, sure, they're, they're getting and away. They're, they're, it's their little getaway right. places up there. And so it's very quaint. It's very civil. Uh, it, it's very Jewish. And uh, there were Hasidic Jews along with the Reformed wow. Jews. And so uh, a lot of the people you saw out and about were Hasidic. And so uh, if you don't know the difference, you can Google that. And uh, But it, it, it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience of cultures coming together and I enjoyed it. It was a fabulous weekend, really beyond my means financially. You should have worn the boots. Now that this barbecue happened, you should have worn the boots. And and it was so cute. The bride's mother uh, was telling the the groom's mother, look, I've dressed my Texas Well, She had on a uh, a kind of a dress that had... It, it almost resembled a bandana. It had some patches okay, on right, it. I got you. I'm feeling it. And she had on some more stylish-type ankle boots that really had nothing to do with Texas. <laughs> or boots. They just happened to be tall shoes. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and like I say, it, was, it wasn't from lack of effort. Two-step? Did you do any two-stepping? There was no two-step. No two-stepping? No, I don't think. Now... Saturday night, the band played a lot of things, and they played a couple of country music songs. If you know, if you consider Hootie country music, 
but it was it was very nice. nice. And uh, you know, if you've never been to a Jewish wedding, seen the chair dancing. Oh yeah, all that. It's, yeah, it's pretty impressive when they get everybody up in the chairs and yeah. And dance, dance, and hear them around. I, I don't know where they get those. You got to get your stout people to, you know, because these are, you know, as I told Kevin this morning, the the groom's six six, the bride right. was six foot. Wow! And so you know, you you got to get them up there. Or they're going to drag their feet. Gotcha. <laughs> so exactly, right. but it, it was. Well, we're glad you're back. I, I'm glad to be back. I, I don't like driving in Manhattan. That's yeah, yeah, I was going to ask how your driving experience yeah, was in that, the city. I can say I've driven through the Lincoln Tunnel now. Yeah. I've been Is it on worth the, it, everything you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it's just bumper yeah. to bumper and Annoying. very tight. Honking, a lot of honking? A lot of honking. Nice. Yeah, and so uh, I don't know how people did it when you were an out-of-town or before you had the navigational devices because, you know, I've got – the boy over here with his navigation devices, and he's telling me 100 yards, right. we're going to turn right, jump into this left yeah. lane, and then you're going to have to get out of it within 800 feet. Yeah, and, you know, it's, a lot of moving around. There's a lot of moving around, and not much room, and, and all. And it's very tight, and yeah. it's just, but it, it reminds us why those of us who choose not to live in a big city. I found New York very charming in my 30s. In my 60s, I find it more trouble than it's worth. Yes, it's yeah. annoying. It's well. It's too crowded. It's too loud. It, I I love Broadway and things like that. Yeah. And as I told the child bride, I said I don't know if I would drive in for a play. Maybe I'd take some public transportation or. or I, we talked to some people on the flight back. I sat next to a couple who were from the Park Cities, and they uh, they go up every year for the U.S. Open. There were a lot of U.S. Open. Oh, that's true. People, it was a weekend, isn't it? Uh, on the flight back Sunday, and uh, they said they never do. You know, they never drive up there. They go up there on a semi-regular basis and said it's just... Cab. They cab uh, around. Cab. Yeah. But they said they left the open the other night and it wasn't even the Serena night. And uh, a Mets game was getting out at the same oh, time. Oh, boy. And said they spent right at two hours in an Uber. And so uh, it's just... They probably hadn't moved 30 feet. Well, they just yeah. said it to get back to their hotel, which wasn't far from the... Uh, Flushing That's better off walking, but I don't know you want to I, walk. I don't know, but... Uh, I walked in San Francisco. It wasn't yeah, fun. I've walked all over New York the first time. We were all over Manhattan and did yeah, the subways yeah. and all that, but we didn't do the subway this time. We, we got everything right there. Because we were just going to let the kids see New York. We wanted them to have a taste of it. We didn't want them... And what know, do they think? Are they now New York bound? I think the boy would like to go back really? and and see obviously more. He sure. just saw really two things. And that eleven museum is pretty. I'm sure it's impressive. It, it's sobering. It's it's impressive yeah. the way they were able to build it using the remains of one of the building and it's but it's just a different place. It's so different way of life than ours. Yeah, and very international. I mean, you're hearing different languages from all directions. Well, it's kind of like the courtyard of Texas, huh? Yeah, it really is. Oh, there are a lot of languages no, going on there. So that's mostly just, uh, some foul words and that's, some frustration. It's, it's a different language. But uh, either way, I speak that language. Yeah. I have no trouble. I can, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I can converse there. I can't. These languages were coming at me so quickly in New York. I, I, I couldn't even tell you what language I was hearing at the time. Really? So, now, we were in touristy places. Well, sure. and so, you know, when you're walking around the Statue of Liberty, it's Everybody. a lot of tourists. Everybody. It's the world. Yeah, it's the world that's yeah, there to that's see right. it. And Ellis Island, places like that. It's very... 
Yeah. Best food you had? We, we didn't. The, you didn't eat. You the, didn't go anywhere to eat. The, the, after the wedding, I, I I suspect if I had gone into a New York restaurant and ordered it, it would have been a hundred dollars a piece. All right, it was just phenomenal. All right. Food was. So there it I, was. That was the best. They, I had some side that I can't even pronounce, but it, it was the best malto meal I'd ever had. <laughs> really? Yeah. I said, that's, I said, what is this? She said, that's sort of like grits. Really? That's I, nothing I like grits. It's like malto meal. Right. I, I, so I, I, I'm asking people next to me, you going to eat all that? No, you're not. I, I, if you don't want that malto meal, I'll take oh it. Oh, my plate. God. There you go. That's it. I mean, that's stuff. You can fish, you've, but the multiple mill was... You've ruined it. You've ruined it. Just, I don't know what it was, but... For the New Yorkers. Can I, I have your extra Malto meal? It was phenomenal. I hadn't had it in years. I'd forgotten how good Malto meal is. Did you get some this weekend when you got back? Excuse me? Malto meal. <laughs> I was going to say, we enjoyed the trip. I <laughs> wow. Just Wow. <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll take a break. 13 and a half after 5 o'clock. There's your uh, World Traveler update. The professor. Quick. You New York's part of the world. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. So you're a tough guy. Like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Just always. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Alrighty, welcome back. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079 Facebook people. We apologize if you're having to hop on the radio with us today instead of Facebook. Uh, we can't quite figure out what's going on with it, but we will by tomorrow. Because Josh Richards going to be in here tomorrow. Sports editor for the Texarkana Gazette, making his uh, tri-weekly visit. Or Return visit. He's, he by, said he would come back or, after... Yeah. Uh, the first couple of weeks of the season. I almost thought about getting Oxford on. With him? No, just today. Oh. But I think it's a little too, he's a little too giddy right now. Was that? After the Razorbacks win. It was a nice win for the Razorbacks. It was a nice win. Uh, I, I tell you what, this, and I still try to get the Razorback faithful to understand, uh, Texas isn't your problem yet. Your problem right now is LSU. This was a great weekend for you. LSU gacked the extra point Ugh. and uh, cost Ugh. him a, a win. Not about uh, a win. Cost him a tie and a well, chance a tie, to get a, a win. A chance to get a win, whatever. But either, either way, I, I still think LSU's a candidate for a decade of doldrums. Uh, and I, I think Arkansas is in position to move themselves up into position to be one of the top five teams in the SEC on a regular basis which that translates into becoming a playoff team on a regular basis. You're talking about before Texas and Oklahoma come over? No, no. After, You're talking about after they come over yeah. to still be a top five in I the think conference. they're in position Ooh. to be a top five. But it's all going to depend on the scheduling. And it's going to depend oh, sure. on if they're now respected by their peers or – because Texas know you're going to get screwed on scheduling. 
Yeah, for you, a while. You can count on that. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not going to do anything to help those brands. No, and, and on band placement in SEC schools. Right. They'll get screwed on that, too, yeah, after but, this weekend's Alabama piss off about you stuck, you're going to stick our band up in the corner. We're not even coming. Yeah. Well, I'm just, but you know, everybody's been doing that for years. Oh, that's so I silly. know. I'm just saying that's, that's Texas so, is about to find out the SEC uh, all will play that way. Everybody's been doing that for years. Mm, okay. They've been sticking bands up in the corner. Yeah. If you'd have seen where the Texas band was down in the bottom corner, so far away from any action at uh, Fayetteville last year. <laughs> well, but that that's a that's a thing. That's a thing there. But, but that's, that's, where, that's a whole but different I'm animal. You, that's where Texas has been sticking bands for the last two or three oh, years. Oh, I get it. I'm just saying the SEC is going to take that personally. The rest of the the Big 12, other than other than Oklahoma, and I don't think Oklahoma cares because they're playing in Dallas anyway, the rest of the Big 12 is not going to complain about it because Texas has been the big stick. You, you know what Nick takes personal? Arch Manning. Oh, yeah. Arch Manning those recruits. Oh, there's Arch, no question. Nick doesn't give a rat's ass <clears throat> about the van. He doesn't need no, a Nick doesn't. No. And, and Nick's the one that's going to try to run the score up this weekend. Because yes. he's got every reason to run the score Which up is why week. Sark is already, oh, this this isn't our season kind of game. This well, isn't no, this game. I, I watched Sark's presser today. And Sark's presser was same from start to finish. It was, you know, December 3rd is our goal. We want to be in the right. SEC championship game. Not yet. May not uh, <laughs> Wow, that's uh, whatever early. it is. It is, but it, it's all this talk about SEC. But right. he wants to be in the Big Twelve Championship well, sure game this year, December third. Right. That's that was the theme of the thing well, from sure the get go. Oh, I get it. Uh, you know, when they scheduled this game, however many years ago it was, they had hoped that they would be back to the level they could compete. They're not, and so basically, he just said, "We want to go out and play as good as we can play," and. You know, I didn't think he was he hauling about, oh, you know, we're looking for moral victories. I didn't hear any of that. All I heard him say was we're going to go out and hope we play to the level we can play to. You know, it's not like he doesn't have any bullets in the gun. No, he's he, got pretty good football. I team. think he can stay with them, you know, the, a quarter and a half uh, before the depth of Alabama will just wear them out and all. Uh, you would think he can stay more than a quarter and a half. They just they're, they're paper thin. Uh, Alabama has so much depth, and, and you know I'm watching. The, uh, I watched the first half of the Texas game this afternoon. Okay, the ULM then, game. Yeah, yeah. There's some things to like. You know the fact that they've got guys who are are big contributors who aren't even starters is a, a nice place to start. Sure. They got some nice special team players, things like that, but they have unproven kicking. You know, because Cameron was an idiot. Yes, because Dicker left. They've got unproven kicking. They've got true, two true freshmen starting on an offensive line that are 18, 19 years old going yep. against that beast of a defensive line. Of you know that front seven from Bama and Georgia. Are, they're grown men. And Clemson, those guys they're, are they're grown men in a different league. Yep. And you're throwing two freshmen in there against them, and one of them kind of got hobbled this weekend. So. And you're throwing really kids in there at quarterback. Yours. Yours is a kid. Yeah. He's, he should be, you know, a freshman in college. Yes. <laughs> if he hadn't graduated early, he'd be a freshman he's in a college kid. right now. He's a kid. And he's got a beautiful release. He throws a pretty ball. Great. But he's going to be running for his life. 
and he's going to make some mistakes. And they're going to throw stuff at him he yeah. hasn't seen, and yeah. you're going to have to read what's going on. Uh, there's yeah. a lot going to happen the Texas Saturday. defense is – you've got two tackles, basically. Your defensive ends are spun down outside linebackers. Bama will be able to run off tackle at will against them. I mean, literally, they'll be able to just man up and run off tackle at those little old spun down defensive ends from Texas. The Texas secondary is a little better than I expected. Some guys were starting last year are sitting right now. You know, they went out and helped themselves in the portal. It's so weird after watching very little college football this weekend because of sure. my travel. But it's it's weird to hear how many big schools raided the little schools. Yeah. It's 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 you can a, pick and choose where you like good kids, where they, you didn't sign them a year ago, yeah. and now you can get them. Yeah. I mean, to hear Texas ULM in the first half, well, at the opening game, they're talking about all the kids ULM lost. Yeah. Both their corners, one's at SMU, one's at TCU. I mean, they had kids coming back. They could play a little, but yeah. they're gone. Nope. And coming back. That's recruit number two. That's yeah. what that's become. Yeah. Kids that didn't get those big offers the first time, showed themselves yeah. for a year, now they're getting them again. Texas had two or three kids starting on defense that played elsewhere. It's, you know, Barry and I talked about this a year or two ago when the portal thing came out. That's that's going to be the toughest part for these younger coaches to swallow because they're going to find a kid, they're going to develop a kid, and they're going to lose a kid. Yep. Yeah, they're going to have to recruit twice. Yeah. They're going to get them once, and they're going to lose them and have to, re- have to replace them instantly. Yeah. While the big schools don't have to worry about that, yeah. they're going to get the, the five-star kids anyway, and now they're going to cherry-pick from the smaller ones. Yeah. I mean – Smaller college football is basically becoming the Kansas City Royals. Well, it's just a matter of That's what I mean. It's, yeah. well, Kansas City used to develop and they'd go someplace else. That's what this is becoming. They're becoming a feeder to the big yeah. conferences, and that's unfortunate, well, which is why I, it's the one thing about the portal I'm not crazy about, and I don't know if that means you sit for two. I don't know what that means. This is, it this means is the, we need to expand rosters for the big schools and get rid of a lot of small school football. But does it? Yeah. Do we really need to get rid of small school football? If all they're going to serve as a minor league, you don't need academic institutions who are canceling their degree programs. Oh, no, I agree with that 100%. No, 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 no. Nobody wants that down the road. We've seen it happening. Uh, nobody wants that. But I also don't want to say – some of these colleges are getting rid of what has been part of student life at those universities, which is having football on Saturday. Whether it's 100,000 people at the at the horseshoe or whether it's 5,000 people down the road at some smaller and, school, and that's still part of the university. such falsehood to these kids. You know, when my alma mater, ETSU and Commerce, A&M Commerce now, calls themselves Division One, which is such Crap! They're not a Division One school. They've got that subdivision now. They're calling Division One, and you're going into somebody's home and say you come here and play Division One. That's not real Division One. That's garbage. You shouldn't be able to tell a kid it's a Division One school when you're really not a Division One school. You're the old subdivision, but they just changed the name of it to help you recruit. It's horrible. We need to be getting rid of some of that crap. Well, I don't know what of that. You're never going to get rid of coaches walking in the no, living I mean, room. Well, but those they, programs I'm are not, detrimental to those kids. I'm not, see, I don't agree with that. 
I don't agree with the programs are detrimental to kids. They're giving the kids a chance to continue playing something they love. And for some of them, as you as you said, they're getting a chance to now, because of the portal, actually play at a higher level than they would have at 18. They weren't ready. But at 19, they may have developed enough to be ready. I don't know that it's fal- selling false anything to those kids. Kids aren't stupid. Parents aren't stupid. They see, no, they're not. They know they got, they're still trying to hang on to playing this sport because once you're done, you're done. Yeah, you're done. I mean, we, we unfortunately saw a young man at Texas High blow a knee this weekend. I don't know that he's going to get any offers to play at college. That may be the last time he gets to set foot on a football field. And, and you'd like to go out on your own terms, not on that. If kids want to keep playing, but you I'm okay with that. a big school. Nah, you're not going to get on the field. You're not going to play. You're walking on the ball. What are you going to do? You're going to walk If that's what you think you can play, go walk on in a big school. Why do you have to play at Alabama to play football? Why can't you play at small U to be able to still play the game? You can walk on at. Yeah, but is it just that? Is it just walking on and and sitting on the bench? I'm not saying you have to think you're that guy. You you love playing football. Why can't you still play it for another few more years at the college that you're attending without all the illusion of there's going to be some superstar contract well, at the end? let me start. Debt is a reason not to play football, well. which is a big part of what happens to some of these kids. They get taken off pale when the pail runs out and put them on the well, debt. And, and, and now you're talking about reforming and fixing some things that need to be fixed. You know, you're just scrapping them out of these false football programs. Uh, I don't They're just scrapping. increasing your numbers of kids on campus. All right, we got to take a break. 29 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. You're on the fan 1079-903-735-9905 is the uh, Sonic Hotline. You're agreeing? Disagreeing? Pop in. Let us know what you think. Back in a minute. Welcome back. We got 26 minutes until 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Tomorrow, Josh Richards, sports editor, Texarkana Gazette, comes back in studio. We'll get a couple weeks of high school football under our belt now that we'll get uh, Josh to talk about, see where things are. I think, uh, well, if I was looking at surprises, Liberty Ilo beating Henderson in, in Paris back to back is a little bit of a surprise to me. Why? Because those. Those are two schools that I expected a little bit more of. It looked like Paris may be down a little bit. But Liberty Allo going 2-0 to come out of the gate, I would not have picked at the beginning of the year they would be 2-0. Well, I think uh, Coach Davis has done a good job of recognizing what he has and bringing in two coordinators who really can play to the strength of what they have. Yeah, uh, He's got... Uh, a crop of young receivers and a couple of quarterbacks who can sling the ball. Yep. And so it's not this isn't old LA, we're gonna line up and run left and run right. They realize they don't have big offensive linemen. So the spread works well considering what they have to work with on the offensive line. Yep. And uh, then I think on defense, uh they're taking advantage of, of some of those kids both ways, and as it gets cooler, that'll be easier to do. But, uh, you know, it's still going to be tough. They're thin. We we were out there. We saw them. Uh, they don't have a lot of numbers. 
but they've got some toughness to them. And uh, well, they're playing up in weight class, and they're and they're winning. You know, those yeah, are guys but, that are a little bit larger. Yeah, a little larger. And they're handling up. And they got Mount Pleasant this week. Yeah, and so another they play good, a five. Yeah. And then I, I'm intrigued by the one in two weeks when Atlanta yeah. and Liberty Island, because they both may be potentially 3-0 and when yeah, they, they meet could up in be two three weeks. And, and we talked to Tyler Morton the other day. You weren't here, but Thursday we had Tyler, or Wednesday, rather, we had, you were here. Were you here? No, you were gone uh, already. No, I wasn't here. Thursday you talked to him. Thursday, yeah, that's right. Thursday we talked to him. Yeah. But anyway, um, and Tyler, same thing. They may be uh, they may be sitting at an undefeated. Market and uh, Liberty Ally. That may be a very intriguing matchup in two weeks. But I, I'm not shocked. Um, you know, I was much more shocked that PG couldn't get the ball in the end zone this weekend. I'm, I'm not shocked that they. I don't know anything about Bird to know well, if they were that physical good or. What PG just Kevin told me this morning is that Bird had 22 starters. Okay. They had 11-11. So they're like a 5A. They're a 5A. Yeah. He said they got Texas high numbers maybe a little bigger. Oh, well. Then and, I'm not surprised. And it's not inner city. It's affluent inner city. It's it's almost like, think like a Highland Park. Okay. And uh, so they've got money. They've got coaching. They've okay. got a lot of things. And he said they were a wing T team. So they out-PG'd PG is what yeah, you're telling me. and PG's yeah. only score came off of a defensive touchdown. Okay. And so, literally, their offense got shut out. I, you wouldn't expect, even against a bigger school, I don't that see. PG can't score. But, I, you know, you start talking numbers, and oh, I am I surprised by that? I don't know that I'm surprised. I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about Bird to say I'm shocked by the fact yeah, that PG struggled. I'm not with sitting them. here. I, what I learned about Bird, I learned this morning from Cabot, yeah. who was at the game. But I, I would still think PG would find a way to get in the end zone a couple of times. Not if you're getting pushed around the field. If you're getting pushed around the field, no, maybe not. Because you've got some. If they're bigger. Now, Cabot said they. They called plays that worked, and they just had four or five drop passes. Yeah, see, said Bird put everybody in the box, and and dared them to throw. Okay, and when they had throws, PG had a case of the drops in the rain. Well, there you go. And they didn't. The plays that were called for scores didn't result in scores because people didn't hold on to the football. Okay. Well, then if people hold on to the football, they're not shut out. So okay, he had receiver issues this yeah. week. I'm not freaked by that. I don't think I don't think Gibson would be. Well, they came, yeah, and and they came out in the spread first couple of series, and then went back to the wing tee. So that's 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 those are they're so diametrically opposed in presentation and skill set that it's I. I I and I may be proven totally wrong. I don't know how you can make both those things work. That, that that's my thing. Well, to me, it the wing tee takes a full commitment. Yeah. Are you a wing tee team? It's a timing team? thing. Yeah. Yes. Are you a wing tee team? If you're a wing tee team, then you manage the game for wing tee team. You bet. If you're a spread team, it's well, a whole different it, management it, of the game. Yeah, it's a whole different game management. And so, to me, that's. Not that you don't have players smart enough or capable oh, no, enough no, no, to no, run no. both systems. It's to me the wing tee you gotta be all in. You can run two systems halfway. Or you can run one system all the way. 
Yeah. And we've seen over the years. And I I understand it's non-district stuff. You yeah. experiment yeah, with is, what you think you have. This is audition time. You, you, you put in new wrinkles. It may be things that you don't use again yeah. until, you know, the third yeah. week of the playoffs. I don't know. I'm, but I'm not that they didn't score. I'm not freaked that they lost a bird. I, I, well, I'm not freaked they lost. I, I'm, I'm freaked they didn't have an offensive touchdown. But, you know, they didn't. They didn't do very well in the first half against Brock last yes, week. So now yes. we're talking about two games and three of the four halves. They haven't played particularly well. They played yes. very well in the second half yes. against Brock. Did not play particularly well in the first half. And Brock was physical and a good football team. And, but a smaller, smaller, but a smaller school. But and numbers know. are everything in football. We know that. Who's numbers the got this week? Middling Christians. Mid- I don't know anything about them. Well, and we're not sure what they are. Kevin's done some research. And uh, they may be an all-star West Texas team or whatever because obviously they can recruit. And West Texas is known for having money. And so who knows what they roll into town with. They agreed to come all the way from Midland to Texarkana. I just fly in. They may. They'll fly in on their plane. They may. That's pretty cool if they actually do that. They must. They're going to drive all the way from Midland to play high school football. You fly in. You're a private school. You can take two days. You fly in. Yeah, you, you get on your plane, you fly over. Why wouldn't you? I imagine they'll put them on a charter. See, that seems kind of chintzy. I'm an oil baron dad. I want my kid on my plane flying over. Well, your I don't plane want may on not be able to put railways. Thirty kids on a. Oh, are you kidding? This my a, plane can put thirty kids this on is easy. A, this is a Permian in the eighties. Oh come on! You no, know, when they flew in there to. Shreveport to play at Marshall Whatever. in 88. Whatever. Hey, uh, well, we were talking about A&M Commerce before. Uh, you know, Guy Morris passed away. Yeah. You saw that. And and uh, for folks who, I don't know. That's a, it's a, he was he's an innovative had, guy. He's had Alzheimer's the last five or six years, apparently. And so it's been a slow regression to the place where we're at today where he passed away. But... Um, NFL medical folks, his doctors, his doctors are thinking the Alzheimer's was caused by being in the trenches, NFL center for 15 years. Um, I don't know if he had – did he have one winning season maybe? I think maybe at Kentucky he went seven and five one year. Yeah. The rest of the time they struggled to win. But he had – he was very innovative, and he had some innovative guys working for him. A lot of this spread stuff and all came from that staff and – then obviously he had the the short time over in commerce, right. and I interviewed him one night over there. Did you? Yeah, I, I went over there. I was on the way to a ball game, and I, I they had a Saturday night game. I don't, but I, they had a kid from LA playing for him at the time. I forget the kid's okay. name, and uh, but guy spent I don't know five or six minutes uh, pregame and postgame. I asked him if I could get. Uh, I got a few minutes about the kid before the game. Right. And I said, Coach, we have time to talk to me after the game. He said, Yeah, I can find time to talk right. to you. And I hung around. And he he talked to me after the game. But nice. Really nice fella. And yep. Bigger guy. And you know, even though he was playing back before they were giants, he was still a good sized gentleman. The other tragic thing this weekend down over at uh, Washtenaw Baptist, where you know we've got some kids that are playing over there. They on Sunday, one of their young men collapsed and yeah. passed away a day after a game so there's no telling if there was impact during the game that may have started the ball rolling towards something physically that yeah, happened i have who knows i haven't seen a report yeah. today haven't had a chance to look today but uh, it reminds you 
always where you forget about just how serious sometimes this is that these injuries sometimes and we don't again yeah, I'm speculating I a, may have nothing to do with playing a young man who knows if he yeah. had some pre-existing yeah. conditions but uh, just one of those again because I know it touched some of our kids because we've got a couple that are playing at Washita yeah. uh, we've had the uh, former Arkansas Razorback offensive uh, the center who's over there now and uh, I, I know that uh, that you know that touches close a lot of those kids have never experienced that before and now they're dealing with that for the first time so our thoughts are with them as well guy moore's passing and young man over at washington so we'll take the break it's about 16 minutes until six o'clock leaving the yard zach and the professor here on the fan 1079 i want to thank the good folks over at budweiser at fast signs party factory Stuart title and high tech signs for hanging out with us and making all this possible quick break we'll come right back last segment the tuesday version of leaving the yard zach and the professor on the fan 1079 This is Scott Bruner, 1974 Texas High Class Vice President, former TISD School Board President, and longtime partner at Offenhauser Insurance. Texas High and Offenhauser Insurance are winners. We'll customize your home, auto, and business insurance and shop it with great companies like Travelers and Safeco Liberty Mutual. What a win. CUA. Ah, welcome back. See Facebook, folks. I figured it out. You got us for the last uh, segment. You're welcome. Or not. Either way. Yeah, either way. Either way. But if anyway. if you were wondering if we were live. We could have just put the whole thing. Wondering if we're live. Well, I don't know if you know this. Not all radio you hear is live. We have, if we ever done a We've recorded never, show. Never had one in the can. Won't do it. Just can't do it. We don't it's really know how. Yeah, it's, I know how. The technology's too. You confusing. record. They play it. It's not that big a deal. I know how. Anywho, all right. Uh, the uh, college football preseason rankings showed Alabama number one. Couple weeks in, Alabama still number one. Yeah. Georgia making a little headway though, with their destruction of poor Utah. Well, no, that's no, Oregon. Florida. They got Oregon. That's right. They Florida's killed. who got Utah. Yeah, which was a little surprising to me. That one surprised well, me. Oregon didn't surprise Supposedly me. that kid at Florida may be as – who did I hear uh, McElroy this weekend said it's as close to a VY prototype as he's seen since VY. Now, I watched the second half of that game, and it was, an, it was, it was a fun game to watch, honestly. And, and normally I'm flipping by floor going, no, going. Well, I hung that around. kid is talented. Yeah, I hung around for that. It was actually a very he good matchup. Make some questionable decisions. You know, Mullen wouldn't blame last year. Stupid. Because Mullen wasn't happy with his read process. He wouldn't make the second and third read. He'd, first receiver wouldn't be there. He'd want to take off. And that may mean... You know, if you're a pro team looking out there, that may be problematic. But if you're a college football team, the most difficult play to defend is the quarterback takes off. No question. And if he's athletic and has some size on him and he takes off, that it's almost impossible to defend someone improvising like that. Sound familiar, Arkansas? That's what Arkansas's got. Yeah, Jefferson's got, that Jefferson, same kind of kid. Yeah. 
And well, and Kendall is smart enough. He he calls plays well, sure for him he does. to run. But that's still yeah. even a passing play. Jefferson yeah. breaks it down. Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah. And uh, but you go with that. You, yeah, you, you don't sit him. Brace it. But Mullen, who had Dak, Dak's not that guy. No. Dak is well. Dak's no. Dak has never been a great scrambler. Dak has never been a great improviser. Dak will take a hit and stay in the pocket. He well, he's more so now. I thought coming. He no, that was. I'm not the, saying he's Russell Wilson. I'm saying no, he his was, runs were effective to he me. He was a pocket quarterback, and that's why he and Mullen worked well together. But this guy didn't want to do that. He wanted to do his thing, which, you know, it took. Mac Brown two years to realize I just need to turn the guy loose and where's Mullen now I have no idea not at Florida no he's not where's at Florida where's the kid still at Florida he's at Florida and you know Billy Napier's going to turn him loose yep because he knows that's his best opportunity to win ball games now he's going to make some bonehead plays but, he's a kid. And he may they take all. a shot, and he may lose him at some point. And then everybody will go, oh, you let But I think it's the best thing to do at college, particularly at college where you don't have salary tied up in him, and you should have another quarterback over there. Now, it's difficult to keep that other quarterback over there now. Yes. That's the hardest position yeah, they're gonna move on. to maintain yes. depth now. That's why Texas, while Card didn't have a great year last year, at least they've got a kid who's taking some snaps. Right. You know, Texas Tech is fortunate. Uh, Tyler Shuck's hurt for the next two weeks at a very unfortunate time because they've got Houston coming in and they got to go to North Carolina at Tech. And, you know, those are both top 20 schools. Right. And uh, But at least they've got a kid sitting over there that played four games at the end of last year and didn't look that bad. I was heartbroken for East Carolina. Should have had said you, you don't ever want to trust kickers. Uh, that's what I said. You never yeah. trust a kicker. If you're a college coach, you never put the game on a kicker. Never. Even if they make it, you don't. It's not worth a stress. His last name's Tucker. Doesn't matter. Dawson. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not. This is a lifetime that I trusted. You're him throwing out rare names. Even yeah. Dicker. Dicker was out. I'm, I'm not. I, I never trusted Trust in college kickers. How many times over have we seen small college kickers? Well, you're lining up for this upset of the century, and they gack. It's just horrible. The, the extra point that he missed was atrocious. Yeah, but it's a bad hold on it. I don't care. The hold was atrocious. leaning forward. Whatever. When you put it towards the ground, it Whatever. <laughs> I'm putting it on kickers. Yeah. Well, the holder's a big part of it. And how about Appalachian State? 40 points in the fourth quarter? Who scores 40 in the fourth? I bet Mac was losing his mind. Yeah, I bet he was, too. What <laughs> hair he's got left. <laughs> Talk about putting your... just falling your, out. Your life on a kicker. He got done as... <laughs> looked like Herb Street before the <laughs> implant. You're putting your life on, the, on that defense that he's got in North Carolina. Geesh. Anyway, what were all that subject? Do you think Herb Street went in to the hair place and said, "I want the Costas, <laughs> I want the Bob Costas model"? I'm sure he did. I think they have the? I bet they do. Yeah, because that's um, what it looks like. I'm sure they do. And uh, hey, give me some of that uh, Trump stuff to rub on my you face. <laughs> give me a little glow. <laughs> I'll take the Al Michaels if you don't mind. 
We're old school. Brings right. out life. Really old school. Uh, Ohio you believe State. in miracles? My hair's back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State fell a spot. They yeah. beat Notre Dame, but they weren't pretty doing it. Yeah. They were trailed for a lot of that game. Looked like they were going to give Notre Dame a chance. And what Notre Dame drop all the way to eighth? <laughs> yes. Well, they were fi- they're fifth on the road and lost at the time number two. They were... Uh, just they were out. Them. They were out physical in the second half. Ohio State leaned on them. In the How the half. AP had Notre Dame at five? It just blows my mind. What's wrong with that? They're not the fifth best team in the country. You never know where they are when you start the year. Uh, we'll settle in, and they'll be in the top. And that's 10. the whole deal. You don't know. No, you don't. But they're always there. <laughs> well, you give them the benefit of the doubt. It's touchy on Jesus looking over you. You yeah, always yeah, go that way. Yeah. You, give, you give them the benefit and of the then, doubt. Oh, well, we'll just drop them. We'll drop right. them. Well, and then bring Michigan up. <laughs> was that a bad loss? I don't think for Notre Dame that's a bad loss. No, you, it's not a you bad were loss, there all the way to the end, and you got out physical at the end, and you lost at Ohio yeah. State. That's not a bad loss. Oregon's a bad loss. Oregon's yeah. a loss that makes uh, they the big. All the way out of the top 25. They're, yeah. They're the. Number one, other teams receiving votes now. They're the ones that make the Big Ten go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We passed on that for a reason. Yeah. That was why right there. Yeah. And that's now the best team in the Pac-12. Once UCLA, when, they're the best program left. That pro, that that whole that whole conference. Well, I don't even want to. I'm if, not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not do it. If I you're the know. Big Ten this week and you're seeing UCLA's crowd numbers. What, all seven of them? There were 27,000 people in the Coliseum. I don't believe there were that many. Probably not. I don't believe there were anywhere close to 27,000. That was horrible. UTSA and Houston drew 37 in San Antonio. I hate that for Trailer 2. It's a game I thought he had won. Good ball game. It was a great ball game. It's a good measuring stick for UTSA. That's who who you should measure yourself against. They measure yourself against Houston. SMU. That's who you measure. You don't measure against Texas. Those are the guys you measure yourself. And they're right there. We're not. We're done. A couple minutes till uh, 6 o'clock. Kirk and Company tomorrow. Hope Coach Outlaw makes it. I'll send him a little reminder message. Oh, yeah. Coming off that big win. Got a W to talk about. Looking forward to talking about it. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with Josh Richards, sports editor for the Gazette. You guys have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow at 5. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, 